Hi, this is Father Neil here, and welcome to the May 7th episode of the podcast, Catechism with Father Neil. Today we'll be looking at numbers 1033 to 1037 of the Catechism. For hell. 1033. We cannot be united with God unless we freely choose to love him. But we cannot love God if we sin gravely against him, against our neighbour or against ourselves. He who does not love remains in death. Anyone who hates his brother is a murderer. And you know that no murderer has eternal life abiding in him. Our Lord warns us that we shall be separated from him if we fail to meet the serious needs of the poor and the little ones who are his brethren, to die in mortal sin without repenting and accepting God's merciful love means remaining separated from him forever by our own free choice. The state of definitive self-exclusion from communion with God and the blessed is called hell. 10.34 Jesus often speaks of Gehenna, of the unquenchable fire, reserved for those who, to the end of their lives, refuse to believe and be converted, where both soul and body can be lost. Jesus solemnly proclaims that he will send his angels and they will gather all the evildoers and throw them into the furnace of fire and that he will pronounce the condemnation. Depart from me, you cursed, into the eternal fire. 1035. The teaching of the church affirms the existence of hell and its eternity. Immediately after death, the souls of those who die in a state of mortal sin descend into hell where they suffer punishments of hell, eternal fire. The chief punishment of hell is separation from God, in whom alone man can possess the life and happiness for which he was created, and after and for which he longs. 1036. The affirmations of sacred scripture and the teachings of the church on the subject of hell are a call to the responsibility, incumbent upon man to make use of his freedom in view of his eternal destiny. They are, at the same time, an urgent call to conversion. Enter by the narrow gate, for the gate is wide and the way is easy that leads to destruction. And those who enter it, enter by it are many, for the gate is narrow and the way is hard that leads to life, and those who find it are few. Since we know neither the day nor the hour, we should follow the advice of the Lord and watch const- constantly, so that when the single course of our earthly life is completed. We may merit to enter with him into the marriage feast and be numbered among the blessed and not like the wicked and slothful servants be ordered to depart into the eternal fire, into the outer darkness where men will weep and gnash their teeth. 1037. God predestines no one to go to hell. For this a willful turning away from God A mortal sin is necessary and persistence in it until the end. In the Eucharistic liturgy and in the daily prayer of her faithful, the Church implores the mercy of God who does not want any to perish but all to come to repentance. 
Therefore, Lord, we pray, graciously accept this oblation of our service, that of your whole family, order our days in your peace, and command that we be delivered from eternal damnation and counted among the flock of those you have chosen. Okay, very well today, this section on hell. I'm not going to say that it was a beautiful section of the Catechism. It's not beautiful. But this is the reality of when we do not choose beauty. Of when we reject God. The Lord has created us radically free. Heaven is not a reward for the good because none of us really is good. All of us have done wrong. None of us deserves heaven. But heaven is offered to everyone. The basic problem is, do we accept? Do we take this eternal life that the Lord is offering us? Do we cooperate with his grace? Do we allow him to be good to us? Or are we caught up in our resentment? Are we engulfed in this? And so really today we're, we're invited to be careful. Our freedom is beautiful. Human freedom is amazing. But it's a freedom to choose God. It's a freedom to do good. It's a freedom to receive his grace so that we can do good. This is what human existence is about. Do we find God? As we saw uh, the day before yesterday, do we love? Do we love? You know, do we love God? Do we love our neighbour? Do we love ourselves? Or on the opposite do we go against these? To sin gravely against God, against our neighbour or against ourselves? This is the problem. We can't be united with God unless we freely choose to. God doesn't force anybody into heaven. And this is why hell exists. And again, the worst part of hell is eternal separation from God in whom man alone can possess the life and happiness for which he was created and for which he longs. That we have this desire for heaven inside of us, this desire for God. And if we don't allow God to fulfill this, then we will not be happy. And yet in our stubbornness, in our conceitedness, in our haughtiness, in our pride, we can reject heaven. And this is the fear that is there. It's not so much a case of us deserving heaven or deserving hell. This isn't it. It really is a case of where we want to go. Do we receive the mercy of God? Do we take the mercy of God? Or do we stay in our anger? I mean, anger is terrible. It allows us to stay and to hurt ourselves. This is the danger of anger. We can self-inflict misery on ourselves and we can do it in an, in an eternal way. Or the other danger is when we give up on ourselves. Pope Francis said it in one of the homilies he gave at the, towards the beginning of his papacy. He said the danger isn't that God gives up on us because God is always there willing to forgive, always there willing to pardon, always there willing to give another chance always there willing to bless, to refashion us, to remake us, to give us his grace, to help us to live a better life. God is always there waiting, waiting. 
like the father of the prodigal son that's looking at the horizon, waiting for his son to appear, that he has everything ready to put on him, that he has the garments, he has the sandals, he has the rings, everything ready for the son. This is how the father is with us, always waiting for us. But if we refuse him, if we say, no, I'm not going to change, I'm not good enough, then unfortunately God won't oblige us to go to heaven. And so in our stubbornness, in our pride, in our sin, in our not wanting to let God be God, not wanting to serve God, that we can end up in hell. And so really today, as I say, it's not a particularly beautiful section of the Catechism, but it is the downside, the other side of the coin from the Gospel, and it shows us how serious this choice that each one of us has to make, how serious this choice is, and also how far God will go, but he won't go to the point of forcing us into heaven. So very well, tomorrow things look up a bit, and tomorrow we'll be looking at numbers 1038 to 1041. God bless.